Oh, all right. So today on the Miles podcast, I'm going to talk about a good old Nintendo Switch because I got one somehow. Um, one of the, the few people, I'm sure, who has one. Um, and I'll give you my initial thoughts and concerns or things I like, things I don't like. Uh, talk about maybe two, the two games that I have for it. I can talk a little bit about. So let's let's begin. I will tell you. Uh, I am not going to tell you what the Nintendo Switch is because I don't care. Um, so I'm just going to go into what I think about it. Um, I think it is really cool. It's uh, it's the system itself, like the 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 screen, the touchpad, that whole part of it. I think is really small. Um, it. I always heard that it was that it's small, but then like you get it in your hands and you realize like, oh shit, it is tiny. Um, but I, I like it. The, the resolution on the screen is really good. Um, I, I'm sure it's. I don't know. Maybe it's at like 720. I don't know if it's at 1080. Um, it, it might be. I, I'm not sure on on that. I don't know much about stuff like that, screen resolutions and whatnot. I just know that the, the Wii U gamepad, um, from what I remember, ran at 480, and based on the size of the Wii U gamepad, that was considered HD. So this might be 720. Is it 720i? And then P is progressive scan? scan? I don't... Oh, resolutions. Um, anyway, so it looks really good. Um, I really like it. I think the Joy-Cons that attach to the side. I think it's novel. Every time you clip it into the console, it does that little, like, snap sound like that they had in all the, the trailers and stuff. Um, so that's real cool. Um, I, I, well, I'll get into that after. Uh, the the system, system has a little kickstand on the back that's like this little rubbery piece of shit. Um, I feel like I'm going to break it every time I, I lock it into place. Um, but also... It's got a micro SD slot on the back, so I might get one and expand my memory in my Switch. Or maybe not. Um, so then, I'll talk about the Joy-Cons a little. Uh, I like that they detach. Um, I really like that they just kind of slide into a, a little cradle. Um, for the longest time, uh, during all of those trailers and stuff, I thought that the, the little grip uh, that they slid into uh, took it was its own battery and you'd have to charge that little centerpiece but um, upon looking at it, it is not uh, it is just a piece of plastic that these things slide into um, now the, the little the home in the middle uh, does have a little LED kind of thing but it's just picking up the LEDs from the Joy-Con and shooting it through a little mirrored piece of plastic and, you know, shining it out the front. So it's not a, it's actually not an electronic component, which is really cool because that's, again, not something else you'd have to charge. Um, also, the Joy-Cons seem to last forever. Um, the, the, uh, the battery on them are, it seems to be real good. I've noticed that with a lot of Nintendo things, like my Wii U Pro Controller. I think I haven't charged that thing in months, and I don't know where the charger is, but it hasn't died on me yet, so I'm still going. I like that. 
I like when things don't die instantly. And people need to stop texting me. Leave me alone. I'm trying to do my thing here. Uh, so anyways, I got... I purchased uh, two video games for the system so far. Um, planning to get another video game entertainment thing uh, this week, I think, Friday? Sure. Whenever the 17th of March is. So I, I bought one to switch um and it's it's fun uh, it's it's definitely better when you have booze for some reason uh big surprise and when you have people playing it by yourself uh not fun would not recommend it um you don't really get very far um what i noticed uh which was kind of funny is every mini game uh, well i wouldn't say all of them uh maybe at least half of them you can kind of just win by doing a jerk-off motion. Um, which is pretty funny. Like, the whole dancing minigame, it's like you can just pretend to jerk off, and boom, you, you win. Or um, milking the cow, you just slowly jerk off. It, it's They weren't thinking when, when they came up with some of these, because, oh, is it bad. Um... But like I said, it is fun uh, when you have people to play it with. Uh, you get the right people in, um, right people playing. It could definitely be a, a real good, fun party game. I don't think it's worth the uh, the price of fucking $50. Jesus Christ, I spent that much money on it? God damn. Um, so I, I before I bought the Switch, um, I was going to... I didn't get it at launch. I got it a couple days after. Because the, the place I, I bought it from didn't get their shipment until what it, the system came out on a Friday and their shipment didn't come in until Monday. But either way, I, I still got it within like the first couple days. So I consider it the first console I have purchased at launch. Uh, so before that, I bought Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Wii U and was playing that and having a grand old time. Uh, but then I got the Switch, and I bought one, two Switch, and then after playing that, I was like, well, shit, I, I want to play other stuff. The only other games, you know, are uh, Just Dance 2017, and I am not a dancer, um, and uh, Bomberman R, what is it, one, two Switch, Zelda, Bomberman, Just Dance. That was it for physical release launch titles. There's, there was a couple digital downloads, but I don't care about those. Uh, so I went out and I bought Zelda for the Switch. So I have two copies of Zelda, one on the Wii U, one on the, uh, the Switch. So I started playing the Switch version, and I felt like it ran a little smoother. Um, it was a better frame rate at, at some points. Again, talking about frame rates and resolutions, you get into territory that I don't understand or care to understand uh, I just know that when I go into towns on the Wii U version, it slows up and drops to like 15 frames a second. But then on the Switch version, it stays at not 15. It still, still chugs sometimes. Uh, it chugs more, I found, on the when you plug it into the little, uh, whatever it is, the upscaler that shoots it up to the TV. It slows, there's more slowdown through that than there is when I just play on the gamepad with a Switch. I don't know what the fuck to call it. The touch doohickey. Um, 
So what I when before I bought the the whole system, uh, I'm jumping around a lot. I know. I was thinking the only way I'm gonna play this thing is on the couch with Joy-Cons slapped into the little controller doohickey, and I'm just gonna play video games that way. The way I have always played video games, uh, minus handhelds because those are designated handhelds. Um, but I have found that I I might be playing it more out of the t like from the little. TV dock, just playing it as a handheld, which is super weird because I didn't think that was gonna happen at all. So like, I'll throw on uh, the Xbox and put on Netflix, and I'll just sit and play my Switch and have the time of my life. Um, also, like, I could have done that with the Wii U, but at the same time, I don't want to have my Xbox One and my Wii U turned on at the same time because I just feel like that's a goddamn fire hazard having too many things on at once. Um, so I don't do that, but I like the, the switch cause you know, it's got its own battery. So, and one thing I don't think anyone has talked on, touched on is, um, uh, let you in on a little secret here. So let's say you're playing the Zelda in a blizzard you're playing it on your TV and oh no, tree comes down, breaks the power line. Boom. Guess what? You think your save's gone and, you know, you haven't saved in a while. Granted, there is an autosave. Um, Switch kicks itself into the portability mode, you know, and boom, you're just good to go because it's like an instant transition. It's just like, oh, well, I'm not plugged into this thing anymore. Therefore, it's in handheld mode, which is super cool for games like, well, when Skyrim comes out games like Skyrim. It'd be super cool because, you know, I've had that happen because I live in Maine and there's snow and people get scared when the white stuff falls from the sky and then they buy all weird stuff at the store. But that's besides the point. Um, so, back to the Zeldor. Um, I like it. It Going in, I didn't think I was going to like it. I was I wasn't super hyped about it. Uh, everything I saw in the trailers kind of just looked, you know, it feels like a bunch of other games mashed together, and I still feel that way. I feel that it it encompasses a lot of Assassin's Creed, um, a lot of Far Cry, and not so much, eh, I guess a little Sky, and kind of any open world game at, at, at a certain point, which uh, in recent years I've been finding that I'm not enjoying them open world games as much um because they're, they're just saturated everywhere like if you look at the the games that have come out like the triple a titles that have come out recently um crap i can't name some of course come prepared why, why be professional um mafia 3 that's a good example that just came out huge open world meh like it's fun to explore things, but at a certain point, kind of like Assassin's Creed, I feel bad for the people who work on those games because they have to, pretty much every year, come up with a new, gigantic, open-world experience. And then once you get into it, it's like, oh, this, it's cool and it's neat that they did it, but it's like, eh, at a certain point, whatever. Or like Far Cry, eh, I'm going to climb to the top of radio towers. Or Assassin's Creed, I'm going to climb to the top of a building and look at things. 
Um, I really don't know where I'm going with this. But either way, so Zelda is just, a, to me, another open-world game. Um, but I, I think why I'm enjoying it more is because of who made it. Um, looking at, you know, like Ubisoft, they, they crap out those open-world games. Like, fucking Ubisoft, oh my god, I'm, I'm now realizing that how many open-world games they do. They did, like, uh, Watch Dogs, um, and that was open-world. That was like a GTA rip-off. I never played that. Um, either way. Oh, geez. Um, so I, I like that it's, it's like Nintendo's first open world, uh, again, fuck, that's just not a good term, because all of their games are kind of open world, like Wind Waker, I guess, is technically open world, it's a little bit linear at times, but it's open world, same with Twilight Prince, fuck, well, it's, it, there's no hand-holding. That's what I'm trying to get to. There is no little Navi being like, hey, listen. It's like, no, fuck you. Um, there's nothing to really guide you. You do the tutorial in the beginning, and then it's like, hey, here's a quest. You can go do that if you want. Or you can go wander off. You can go to the super easy area and beat the shit out of things. Or you can go to this other place that these, these giant guys are going to shove your shit in. So, I don't know. It's It's hard. Uh, it is definitely the hardest Zelda game, and I'm trying not to just ramble what I've heard, you know, some other people mention, and I've been really good, really good, about not watching anything on this game. I am pretty much just going in blind. I had to look up, uh, there was one little dungeon I got, the, the puzzle was so, as, was it esoteric? It was bullshit. Cryptic, and I didn't get it, so I looked it up. And that's it. That is, like, the only video I've watched on this game. So... Um, so either way, the game's really hard, and they don't hold your hand, you know, they, there's quests and stuff, but it's kind of, you know, at a certain point, it's like, hey, you gotta go do these four things, go do them, however you want, whenever you want, if you want, so, like, you can just go fight the bad guy, the main bad guy, right off the bat from the beginning of the game, I fucking wouldn't recommend it, that seems hard as shit. I had a hard time just getting there, and I had all kinds of cool stuff. So, I like that it's it doesn't hold your hand. Um, it's difficult. Uh, the things that bother me about it aren't really game-breaking or, you know, things that I'm like, oh, I hate that thing, so now I'm not going to play this. But the jump button, I've been playing... Uh, maybe, maybe my game save will... will Will it tell me how long I've been playing? Sorry, I'm I'm on my Switch now. I don't know how long I've been playing. Quite a while. Uh, no, it does not. Okay. I've probably put in 15 hours, maybe? Maybe. I think that's being generous. I might have put in less. Um, and the goddamn jump button still throws me off. Because, you know, as I'm sure somebody who might listen to this, all of the, what, two people... Um, Zelda, when you go to the end of a ledge and move forward, you just automatically jump. That's been that way since Ocarina of Time, as far as I know. Um, so that's where, you know, god damn, that's 20 years of things being stuck in my brain, and that's how it's always been. Well, now there's a jump button thrown in there, and I keep walking off of edges and ledges and cliffs because I think oh I'll just naturally jump well no you don't 
so I have fallen. I uh, fell off a couple of roofs, fallen off some cliffs. But w once you get the little para parasail, you know, that makes up for it. Uh, so I don't like that. Um, I'm not big uh, on the cooking, like the whole crafting thing. It's eh. the, the the clothes, um, you know, whatever. The the weapon durability. Your weapons break. Uh, and and at first I didn't like it at all. I'm like, what the shit? I just got this thing. But it it definitely as a as I thought about it more, it's very. I like it. It's it's a. I, I dare I. I wouldn't say it's a great game design, um, but it's definitely a good one because you're just always you're constantly upgrading your stuff, um, which is kind of neat. So you're you're cycling through garbage and you get rid of things and I don't know. It's just it's just a neat thing. The game looks. Also, it looks really good. Um, and it's... I, I'd love to comment on the soundtrack. Uh, but there's not much of a soundtrack. Uh, you know, you'll be running around a field and you'll hear a couple little piano notes. And it's like, oh, this is going to be some beautiful orchestral uh, Hyrule field theme. No, well, that was just three piano notes, and now I won't hear anything for 20 minutes. So, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, the There's a couple of places where there's music, some of the towns. Um, there's a town filled with bird people, and the music there is a remake of the music from uh, the bird people land in Wind Waker, which was kind of cool. Uh, I get a lot of Wind Waker vibes, and again, I haven't looked uh, looked up jack shit about this game, so for, from what I'm going off of, uh, which is almost nothing other than my own opinion, it feels like it's a Wind Waker um, sequel. There's, there's just a lot of vibes that I get from it, because one of the collectibles is the little tree people from Wind Waker, so, you know, that might be a straight giveaway. I'm not sure. Um... But it's cool. I wish I could talk more about, like, 1-2-Switch as I could Zelda, but kind of already did. Um, yeah, 1-2-Switch, jerk-off simulator, the video game. Um, so I'll keep playing the Zelda and enjoying it. Uh, so the next game I'm going to buy for the Switch is Binding of Isaac. That's right. So I love the Binding of Isaac. I am, dare I say, pretty good at the Binding of Isaac. Um, so they're coming out with the Binding of Isaac with, was it the the Afterbirth DLC, something like that, before birth, mid birth. Um, so that's cool. I haven't played the DLC, but I did buy the Binding of Isaac, whatever version it is, Rebirth. I don't. I don't remember. And then I think Afterbirth was the DLC to Rebirth. So I played... We'll just call it Rebirth. It's not the original. I played it on the Wii U and the 3DS. And I enjoyed the shit out of it on both of them. Uh, you know, just different. It's the same game, but, you know... I'm playing it in the car or on my lunch break. Or at someone else's house and not paying attention to the person. So, I'll definitely get this, and I will play the shit out of it, because I love The Binding of Isaac. I have for years. 
Um, the only downside about, I, well, I assume that at this this new one for the Switch will have uh, the soundtrack. I don't know. Something about it uh, just doesn't settle right with me. Uh, it's not bad, per se. It's just not very good. It's not memorable. Like, right off the bat, like, right now, I haven't played that game in, like, two months. I cannot think of a single track from what I played. And I dumped, like, 70 hours into that. Maybe not 70. More like 30 or 40. But still, you'd think after that long, you'd remember some of the music because you're just constantly playing. Don't remember any of it. But the original, which I think is just called The Binding of Isaac, uh, I can... Boom! I can think of like three tracks right off. I think I have the soundtrack on my my iTunes. Even I liked it that much. Uh, so it's just something that because I don't I don't think they got the original composer, uh, Danny Baranowski. So that's a bummer. It's it sucks when you go from having really good music in a game to not having really good music. Uh, some people don't notice those things. I I like those things. Um, oh, a game I'm. I'm super excited for, uh, pretty much solely because of the music, uh, is ukulele. Uh, how the how the fuck is that spelled? Uh, to the internet, away. I think it's like U K L E L E. I don't know how it's spelled. Oh God. Oh, now it's Google's thinking I'm in Indonesia because I spelled something and it turned out to be an Indonesian word. Great. That's how good of a speller I am. I is the best speller all around. Also, uh, while I'm looking this up, I don't know why it's important for me to, to tell you how ukulele is spelled. I just feel like it, it is. Uh... Why you... Oh, I don't even remember the developer. Oh, there it is. Y-O-O-K-A-L-A-Y-L-E-E. -E. Ukulele. Um, this game looks so goddamn cool and so fun, and it's got my favorite composer for video games, uh, Grant Kirkhope, who did the music for Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, uh, Perfect Dark, uh, GoldenEye 007, which, eh, it's okay. Um, he did Viva Pinata, um, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Oh, shit, there's some other stuff. Um, either way, those are the important ones. Oh, fucking Donkey Kong 64. So he did a shit ton of music that I really like. I love his compositions. He, he uses, uh, what is it? At least for Banjo-Kazooie, he used e, uh, C and F a lot, like the, the notes, um, which are kind of far apart, which is cool that he was, he's using these kind of bouncy-sounding things. Uh, so either way, he's doing the music, or did the music for this game, Ukulele, which is about a lizard and a bat, and it pretty much plays like Banjo-Kazooie, and I am super excited. Um... And I want to say... Oh, it's Platonic. They're the ones who made it. Of course I remember. Um, so, from what I think I saw, it's coming out on the Switch. So, I will buy that for the Switch in a heartbeat. Pretty much solely on the music. And then behind that, uh, the gameplay. 
because it looks awesome. And uh, also, Mr. Grant Kirkhope did did a couple tracks for a game. Was it Hat in Time? Is that what it's called? Yes, Hat in Time, um, which has been in development for quite a while now. It's supposed to come out this year, in theory. And if I remember correctly, I think I threw money at the Kickstarter for this, uh, but I don't. I don't remember. Jesus Christ, that was years ago. Um, so either way, the, one of the stretch goals for the Kickstarter for this Hat in Time was like, hey, if we get X amount of dollars, we'll get Grant Kirkhope to do music. So I was like, fuck yeah, throw money at it. And then they got to like all their stretch goals, and I think he's doing like half the soundtrack. Um, but it's kind of the same feel. It's a 3D platformer. Uh, I don't know if it's coming out on the Switch. If it did, I'd be down. I'd be down to clown. I think it's... So, so a hat in time, if I remember watching the, the Kickstarter thing, it's like four dudes in Sweden making this game. And it, it's, it's kind of funny, because like the whole Kickstarter, um, they've got that whole accent of... They don't speak English as their primary language. It's like a secondary thing, because all of the people in those Nordic countries are super smart and know like 12 languages. Um, so it's just funny to hear some broken English. Um, I don't know. Is that racist? I mean, probably. Oh, well. Does it sound like I care? No. I'm horrible. So, either way, uh, music to me is a, is a big thing in video games. And that, that's what, bringing it back to Zelda. That's why I really like Zelda, because Zelda video games have really good music. Um... I really like the compositions, and it's really good. Oh, shit, I know the... Oh, fuck, I don't remember his name. Either way, the, the Zelda composer, he's he's awesome. It'll come to me later, I'm sure. So, that's why it's a bummer with, with the new Zelda for the Switch, the Breath of the Wild, because there's, there's like, no music, and it's a bummer. Um, you know, what music is there is pretty good, don't get me wrong, but... Like, eh, maybe, maybe have a really good Hyrule theme instead of just, like, you know, crickets chirping and bad guys running around, running amok. Though, uh, so these, these, these giant robots, robots, uh, called guardians in the game. And every time, uh, you get near them, there's, like, some frantic piano playing going on. And that's, that's pretty intense. I like that. Oh, jeez, what else can I talk about? What else can I fill up some time? What else can I waste your your time? Oh, I got the hiccups. Um, here, I'll put it on pause and I'll think of something. Bam, look at that. All right, editing magic. That was like a 30-second window in between. Uh, so I bought a PlayStation Vita. Finally, I've been looking to get one of these for weeks, <laughs> days even. So I finally got one, and I really like it. I don't have jack shit for it, and I don't have the game that I wanted to get for it, and the reason I got it, but um, it's really cool. I, I like it. I, I hear it's got some really good games, and I look forward to getting said really good games and enjoying this thing. It's cool that it's got a, a, a touch touchpad, like a mouse pad on the back side of the system. I'm not holding it in front of me like my Switch that I have here. But, so either way, like where your hands rest on the back of it, I guess is a little touchpad. 
so you can kind of just fuck around with shit, which I haven't at all, because every game I have doesn't utilize it, because why the hell would it? And the front screen is also a touchpad. I didn't know that when I when I was looking into it. Uh, again, I didn't do much research into it. I just kind of wanted it, and then when one showed up on Craigslist that was kind of nearby, I was like, fuck it, I'll get it. So the games that I have for it, and I'm, I'm only going to run this for another two minutes. Um, the games I have for it are Terraria, which I've never played. Um, well, I, I played it first on the Vita, and it's okay. Uh, kind of like a simple Minecraft, maybe. 2D Minecraft? I don't know. I don't get it. Um, so I got that. Uh, I've got... Little Big Planet? There we go. Uh, Little Big Planet for it. Again, that's a, that's a game I, I didn't... When it was, you know, the big hype on the PS3, and it's like, oh my god, you can make all these levels. I didn't care. Um, I didn't have a PS3. I'm not the most creative when it comes to that kind of stuff. That's, like, why I don't like Super Mario Maker. Because I'm not creative enough to come up with levels. And also, I don't want to play bullshit hard levels. Because that's all people seem to make. It's like, look at this thing. It'll take you a billion tries. It's like, fuck you. I don't want to waste my time. If I want to waste my time, I'll play Super Meat Boy and get angry. Um, and so I also got... Uh, it also came with Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, which has Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. I believe. I think one of them is Snake Eater. I don't know. Either way, so I've been playing the Metal Gear... Which is the first Metal Gear. This this thing is a lot of firsts. This is the first Little Big Planet, the first Terraria, the the, the first um, Metal Gear. So it's a, it's a bunch of firsts for me. Uh, my first portable PlayStation thing. It's the first time I made a PlayStation account. Um, so I I've been playing the Metal Gear. It's okay, I guess. I haven't gotten too into it because, like, right after I got the Vita, I got the Switch the same day, so Vita's kind of gone to the side side burner, back burner, uh, until I get the games that I want for it. Um, which, also, I don't know what fucking games to get for it because no one bought the damn thing. Uh, the game I, that I wanted to get for it is uh, a 2D, hand-drawn animated uh, fighting game called Skullgirls. Uh, which is out on the PlayStation 4. I, you can, I can digitally download it at any point, but I don't want to. I like the physical thing. It's been out for a couple of years. It looks really cool. Uh, I have a huge soft spot for hand-drawn animation because um, I can't draw, but I envy people who can and when they do it well like that because there is a lot of time commitment into that. And that is another 30-minute uh, block of goddamn hand-drawn animation uh, appreciation. But I don't want to bore you with that today. So that's that's the Vita game I want. I'll probably get it. Also, on quick side note on the hand-drawn animation. Um, fucking Street Fighter Alpha 2 on the Sega Saturn. Oh, that's got some beautiful hand-drawn animation. Uh, anyways, so I'll, I'll wrap this up now because I've gone for 32, 30 minutes. I don't want to bore you anymore. So, hey, if you like this, subscribe. If you don't, then don't listen to me again. Okay. Uh, goodbye.